friends, I am Pat. And one of the saddest things I've had to watch and observe over the last 55 years or so is time and again watching really good people beating themselves up. Today's podcast is about beating ourselves up. For me, it started watching my father as a young teenager constantly and actually severely beating himself up. Unfortunately, I also spent way too many years beating the heck out of myself. Author Michael Singer asked us, would we put up with a friend of ours saying to us all the terrible things we say to ourselves? Please think for a moment how much crap we say to ourselves in a given day, and some of the stuff we say is pretty brutal. I believe the answer to Michael's question is of course we would not. We certainly would not let our best friend beat us up like we would ourselves. My friends, that doesn't make any sense. We need to stop. Michael Singer, in his excellent book, The Untethered Soul, described beating yourself up in an easy-to-understand manner. He refers to the voice in your head that never stops criticizing you as your inner roommate. He recommends you look deep inside yourself and ask, would you let your actual roommates or friends talk to you like this every day? If your friends continue to speak to you like this, surely you would remove them from your life and hopefully find new ones. We really need to treat our inner roommate the same. For too many years, I let this voice in my head beat the daylights out of me. Even when I was having considerable business success, this voice would always find something else to beat me up about. Experience tells me, unless tamed, this inner roommate will always have a problem with something we are thinking or doing. Before our current problems, there was always different problems. And going forward, there'll be another set of new problems coming. We really need to practice a bit of mindfulness to eliminate most of the negative thoughts coming our way if we want to have a life of reasonable peace, prosperity, and happiness, which is precisely what I want for everyone. Most human beings will accept beating ourselves up, but this acceptance changes considerably if someone is making life too difficult for our children. For instance, if a teacher, coach, or even a family member spoke to one of our children the way our inner voice or quote-unquote roommate speaks to us, we would take immediate action. Of course, we would fight to the end to protect our child from this abuse and show sincere compassion for them. Kids, do we not deserve the same compassion for ourselves as our beautiful child does? Please be kind to yourselves and treat yourselves as respectfully as you treat your loved ones as you walk through this life. Note, a kind and hopeful day. Most days over the last 50 years or so, I have gotten out of bed with a fair bit of hope and positivity in my heart. But enough days have started with me getting out of bed with a bit of fear and a whole lot of anxiety running straight through me. 
These are the days when I become a master at beating myself up, making it hard to be around for my loved ones, and just feeling terrible about myself. Children, enjoy the journey as you pursue your hopes and dreams while holding yourself accountable to results. But please learn life's heavy lesson that beating yourself up is a terrible practice that can actually become a devastating habit. As with many other negative emotions, beating yourself up also hurts the ones closest to you as they hate to see you do this to yourself. Imagine what your child feels when they see you in this negative state, just as I used to feel with my parents, or maybe you children have felt with me when I was beating myself up. Lower ways, I often try to respond to these feelings when they come on. I've also shared these words hundreds and hundreds of times in team meetings at work. Let's remember to count our blessings today. Let's remember to be kind to ourselves today. Let's remember to be kind to everyone today. Let's remember to walk mindfully today. Let's do our best at work today and then let it go. Let's do our best at home today and let it go. Note, the good, the bad, and the ugly. A very wise man once wrote, What a relief it is for the burdened man who has long walked through the world of suffering to lay down his heavy and useless load. Man, oh man, children, this is something that has gotten the better of me for far too many years. Let us all lay down our own heavy and useless load. Certainly continuing to beat ourselves up is actually like carrying this load on our backs forever. One of the most difficult and sometimes emotional situations that I've witnessed so many times in my career was watching people who were really trying hard and still beating the heck out of themselves. We would be at work at 8 p.m., trying our hardest, and hoping a couple more customers would come into the dealership so we would not go home without a sale. On the other side of the coin, even if we had 10 deals that day, we would do anything to make it 12. Even though we were closed at 10, many of the team would stay open for as long as it took to make a deal. You could easily understand how someone who worked until 11.30 and went home with nothing, how they would feel, tired, disappointed, and beating themselves up. Time and again you would see this, yet the top performing dealership I was working at never ever mentioned this subject in sales training. We were judged and rewarded every single day of the week on what we individually sold, and if we did not sell anything for the week, things were bleak. To make things even worse, senior management would have a weekly meeting where they would have all 50 salespeople working in the sales department in the room and hand out each weekly check, announcing the amount in front of the rest of the team so everyone could hear and see your success or failure. A year and a half later, I was promoted to one of the four sales manager positions, and our treatment was similar. Following the embarrassment of many of the salespeople, Senior management would then hand out the four sales managers' checks in a similar manner. The only difference was the owner, who must have liked the movie The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, would then name out loud each of the four of us 
in order of sales profit for the week, as follows. First place was the good, second place was the bad, third place was the ugly, fourth place was the soon to be fired. Even at such a young age, I could never decipher how this motivated any of us, and my approach to motivating others in a completely different manner started there and then. I can still remember the owner of the business telling me my way of motivation would not work, and that fear and the threat of being fired were the only ways to keep your team in line and selling. To his credit, he said my sales results from the previous 18 months entitled me to a promotion, and he told me he had never hired a manager under 25 years old in his business. I was certainly grateful for the opportunity. Throughout the years, I have had thousands of one-on-one conversations with staff and had a similar number of meetings with our teams covering these type of issues. It is simply a fact of life that we humans tend to beat ourselves up. In nearly every one- or two-hour training session I have done over the last 45 years or so, I discuss beating ourselves up for at least a few minutes, sometimes more. How can you move forward at full potential if you are beating yourself up constantly? I always try to take a few minutes to go around the room and ask everyone to answer one question. Who is the toughest critic on yourself day to day? Except for the odd hilarious answer of, oh, my spouse or partner, which gets the room laughing, virtually everyone in the room says, me. Even people who have been with us such a long time will say, I am still working hard on this every day, but it's still me. The good news, it's very seldom as bad compared to when I started focusing on it. Children, throughout this chapter, I'm trying my best to help you overcome beating yourself up. This issue has resonated with me since well before I was 20 years old. Sure wish I had put more of this to use earlier in life, and obviously hope you don't make the same mistake. I would not put these in my notes to you if they had not specifically worked in helping me stop beating myself up. Perhaps if you find yourself being a little too tough on yourself, even years from now, you can take a quick look at this chapter and recommit to stopping this terrible habit. As I've said a thousand times to people looking for a bit of help to survive and prosper in our business, I do not believe God put us on earth to beat ourselves up. Note, Memory Motel. The Memory Motel is not a place we want to check into on a regular basis. Children, please think very hard about this. I cannot tell you emphatically enough how many times earlier in my life I would continue to relive terrible experiences that had happened to me. Again and again, I would relive in my head things that had occurred sometimes months and even years before. It's like for some reason I felt I deserved to be beaten up again by myself. In retrospect, it was obvious to me that I did not know how much emotional damage I was doing to myself and more importantly, those closest to me or I would not have continued living like this. Every time we reminisce about bad things that have happened to us, it's really like stabbing a knife into ourselves and our emotional well-being. Like so many negative emotions, this also affects those closest to us as the pain we are causing ourselves spills out to them. As with many emotions, practicing mindfulness will be a certain help to you here. 
please consider trying these practices. They're simple and they will work. Listen to and be a witness to our mean, self-attacking, negative thoughts. Please don't judge them, don't condemn them, and please again, don't argue with them. The key here is to just let these negative thoughts enter and exit our head without attaching to them whatsoever. We will soon accept that the majority of these negative thoughts in our head are not even true. When we can begin to smile and even laugh at some of these negative thoughts, we are well on our way. Remember, we all deserve love, and that includes self-love, which is hard to accept for ourselves if we are beating ourselves up on a regular basis in the motel from hell. Note, waste of paint. Gifted musicians and writers have a way of writing things many of us are thinking about but cannot express in words. Twenty years ago, Conor O'Burst wrote a brilliant album called Lifted that had many excellent songs, but Waste of Paint resonated strongly with me. Here are a few lines from the song. My head feels weak and suddenly it's clear to see it's not them but me who's lost my self-identity as I hide behind these books I read while scribbling my poetry like art could save a wretch like me with some idle ideology that no one could hope to achieve, and I'm never real. It's just a sketch of me, and everything I've made is trite and cheap and a waste of paint, of tape, of time. Seeing yourself as a waste of paint is a pretty negative feeling, to say the least. Unfortunately, many of us in this world have felt like a waste of paint at some point in our lives. I definitely felt this way, about myself during the period in my life that followed the breakup of my partnership with my twin brother, along with hundreds and hundreds of fights with all of my siblings, mostly Mike, and my mother over these breakups. I thank God I had done some spiritual and emotional work on myself prior to these times or it would have been so much worse. Many times I found myself alone, beating the heck out of myself, so many times I simply could not find the answers I was searching for and needing. Sometime later it became clear to me that many answers to our life challenges are easy to find if we simply know where to look. Children, regardless of whatever happens to us, let's never beat ourselves up to this point. Please remember, the spiritual and emotional work we have done in ourselves will pay off when really difficult situations arrive during our lives, which they surely will. Note, taking care of yourselves for your kids. Looking back through so many years and so many murky situations and so many roads to navigate is one heck of a challenging journey. Thankfully, the road through love and kindness helped me understand what is genuine and what is real. Most every time I've been kind to myself, I've been kind to my loved ones. But every time I beat myself up, I was not as kind and loving as I should have been to my loved ones. This is my life fact, and I suspect most people would agree this is the case in their lives as well. I remember 20 plus years ago working with a talented member of our team, 
on this issue specifically, and I just could not get through to him until one day I finally asked him what he thought his four children between 10 and 17 years old likely felt as they observed him continuing to beat the heck out of himself on a daily basis. He was clearly surprised that I would bring up his kids, but he finally accepted how damaging this was for himself and his family, let alone his career. That was the defining moment for him, and he got pretty emotional, and he made the changes necessary. A simple fact of life is if we are not capable of taking care of ourselves, protecting ourselves from our inner negative voice, and nourishing ourselves with some compassion, it is almost impossible to care for our loved ones as much as we would like to. Again, this is a lesson I wish I learned earlier. We all love our children. And if we can find a bit of forgiveness for ourselves, we are in a much better place to find even more love, kindness, and support for them. This is also an inspiring example in practice to pass on to your kids.